Hey oh, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. My absolute favorite podcast interviews are the ones with guests where I leave the episode feeling just like fired up and ready to just like keep growing. And Lena, who is the host of the Anchor Within podcast, she is also a physical therapist who is navigating these uncharted waters of like this is the path that I'm on. I spent all this time and all this energy going to school to get a degree that I don't actually want. And now in real time, she is figuring out what does that next best move look like and how can she get clear on her identity to get there? And in that process, she's sharing with you and me and us how we can grow with her, things we can do to clear out the external noise, to get really clear on what our identity is at our core, you know, going through this super incredible method called the sticky note method, if you want to call it a method, I guess, but she shares a really insightful tool that she uses and just like the visual that I got from it and she gets real and raw and vulnerable about things that she's had to navigate in life that you know not anybody wants to be dealt those cards but how she overcame it and really putting it in perspective like how you too can be and become anybody you want and you know that my podcast is called built to be you for a reason because you are the foundation of the rest of your life and so I hope you feel as empowered as I did after this episode to just take radical action and responsibility at this one shot you got here so let's dive in Welcome, Lena, to the Built to Be You podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time to come on and chat with us. Can you start off by just telling us a little bit about you and who you are and what you do? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I love doing these, um, being able to share with more people. So thank you so much for having me here. Um, My name is Lena. I am a physical therapist. I'm a podcaster. I am trying to build my own business on the side and trying to figure out all of that. Don't know what it is yet, but it's going to get there. (laughs) Um, So really just, (laughs) right, like navigating a lot of messy stuff right now, Um, a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and just things going on all at one time in my life Mm -hmm. on top of my job and everything else I have going on. So that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I really, my podcast and who I am is really geared towards helping women really uncover who they are, de- like dig deep, um, anchor within themselves. My podcast is called anchor within. Um, so really anchoring within ourselves, our own strengths, our weaknesses, you know, getting stronger in our strengths, stronger in our weaknesses, and really discovering who we want to be and peeling off all the sticky notes that society has put on us on who we are. So really just here to empower women and, you know, make this world a little bit of a better place. I love that. And I'm so excited to dive in and to pick your brain, but I just want to give a little disclaimer. Lena is sitting in a closet right now (laughs) (laughs) recording this podcast episode. And if that doesn't describe dedication, I don't know what does. So (laughs) I'm just laughing at that. I love it though, but I've been there before. So I totally understand. Um, So I want to start off by chatting about 
identity because you made that little comment about sticky notes, you know, covering us from what society tells us that we're supposed to be doing. And I just want to hear maybe a situation or a scenario that you've had in your own life where you felt like your identity was clouded or covered up because of society and society norms. And for the 20 something who is listening to this podcast episode right now, she's like, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I fit in. I don't know where I belong. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're hitting me right in the feels right away. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fiery. So (laughs) I'm kind of in that move, like in that moment of my life right now, like I said, I am a physical therapist. I went Mm -hmm. to school for a very long time. I paid a lot of money to have a doctorate degree and help people in a healthcare Mm -hmm. setting. And I graduated from PT school in 2018. So it'll be three years next week, actually, which is just wild. Um, And it's only been three years, but also already been three years, which is crazy. (laughs) But anyway, um, it's only been three years and I'm discovering that this is not me. This is not what I want to do. And I'm having this crisis of like, holy crap, what do I, what do I do? I spent so much time, so much money, you know, all of this effort to become this. And it's not even what I want. And thinking back in my life, now that I'm doing all of this, like journaling, I'm like, okay, why did I become this when I, I, this is not what I want So like, my heart's not in it. I dread going to work. Is it because I am really burnt out with all the COVID stuff too, because healthcare is a nightmare right now, maybe, but I was kind of feeling this way before the pandemic even started. So it's trying to navigate this idea of like, who the heck am I? Like I said, I'm trying to build this business. Don't know what I want it to be. Don't know. All I know is that I want to help women, but how and what that looks like, I don't know. And I'm just in this like really messy stage of trying to figure out what the heck, because you have all these sticky notes. And my friend really made this really clear for me, kind of with this metaphor of the sticky notes, right? So you grow up and you become this person because you absorb things from other people as a child, right? What you think a woman should act like, what you think this person should do, what you think you should be, because that's what your parents want you to be and what your teachers in school tell you that you're good at or you're bad at or whatever. And you just keep getting all of these sticky notes that we don't even see what's underneath them anymore because they're just covering us. And once you start peeling those off one by one, maybe somebody told you you're really bad at math, but you're actually really good at math. You just like didn't do well on that one test, but somebody made that comment when you were like 10 and now that's stuck in your head now that you're 20, whatever. And for the last 10, 15, 20 years, this thing has been in your head. Like, Oh, I'm just so bad at math, but really you love numbers and you maybe you want to be an accountant or go into finance, whatever. But you have this idea that you're not good because somebody else once told you and you just believed it. And it's not your fault. It's not their fault. It's nobody's fault, but it just happens that way. So that's what, you know, the self-empowerment and self-discovery journey is all about. And people are starting to realize that so much more now. So we're starting to dig in and peel away those sticky notes. And it's really scary when you peel away the sticky notes because you never know what's going to be under the next one. And once you take the last one off, it feels really scary. And you're having this identity crisis because now you've taken off all those labels that somebody else has put on you. And you have no idea who you even are because you thought that you were all of these things, right? So you're just so terrified of, well, what do I do now? Who the heck am I, right? So and that's, that's the stage that I'm in right now. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, okay, 
what do I do? I'm no longer a physical therapist. Well, I, I am still working as a physical therapist, but I don't want to be that anymore. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? And navigating this messy middle is stressful. It is scary, but I know that what's on the other side is going to be so much bigger and so much more impactful than anything I could ever do as a physical therapist. So anybody listening to this right now, if you're in that stage, I feel you, I hear you. We're in this together, but just realize that whatever's coming on the other side of this is so much more powerful than you can even imagine right now. And really just dig deep into podcasts, into journaling, meditating, being in your own thoughts and really discover who you are so that you can then come over that like mountain of this identity crisis to become who you want to be. Because honestly, you have the power to make yourself anything you want to be. And nobody can tell you otherwise. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I think I have like chills listening to that <laughs> analogy because like that is me in real time right now. Like that is a hundred percent the season that I'm in. I'm working on peeling off those sticky notes, yeah. but then something happens or somebody says something and the sticky note just gets slapped right back on. Mm-hmm. And I had this like visual in my head when you were talking about like peeling off the last, last sticky note where your life's like naked and you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. yeah. like who am I? Like, I haven't seen this person. Like who that girl? And that's <laughs> really overwhelming for a lot of people because yeah. they spent so long living in this box living in this world that they thought was what they wanted to do and Mm -hmm. I really liked how you put into perspective of like is it the light of 2020 and 2021 everything that we've had to go through as healthcare professionals or was it something before that something deeper than that and I think sometimes we have to have those events in life that shake us And I think 2020 was that for a lot of people. Like it was like Mm -hmm. that shake of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? Is this really where I want to spend all my time? Because like life is short, life is precious. And so I love that you shared, like it's a lot of times we feel like we're alone, that we're the only ones struggling. We're the only ones, you know, the, the person who's listening to this right now is like, she just validated every feeling of crazy that I've had in the last (laughs) year and a half of like, I don't know what I want to do. I must be broken. But how do you remind yourself that like, you're not broken and that, you know, things are going to work out because I know a lot of people, especially the girl who's listening right now that she's like, I feel broken. I don't know who I am. Like, yeah, there might be light at the end of the tunnel, but like, I just can't see it. How do you let yourself see that bigger picture? Yeah, that's, that's a really hard thing to do. I, I struggle with this too. Um, but I think what really helps me the most is just figuring out, first of all, what is that bigger picture for you, right? Like what, you don't have to have all the details figured out, but like, what do you want from your life? What are the really deep desires? What were the things that as a child made you really happy? Did you love to paint? Do you want to start an Etsy shop and sell your paintings on Etsy? Did you love to like play I don't know, Anchorman or something like with your friends where you pretended you were an anchor of a show and you want to start a podcast or you want to go into journalism. What, what made you really happy as a kid? Because that tends to be, we don't have all the sticky notes yet when we're children. Right. And we just do things because we're happy. They make us happy. They make us laugh. Like we're excited about them. What excited you and how can you then use that now into your big vision? get back to your core, to what you really love to do, figure yourself out. And I think it all just kind of comes out in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more that you start to practice the self-discovery and um, empowerment, right? Empowering yourself, the more you start to do that for yourself, the easier it gets. 
to kind of get over that, um, you know, not really seeing the bigger picture. So you're still able to see the big picture and you're able to remind yourself that you aren't broken. You're not. This is just something that you have to go through right now in order to get there. And I'm going to share with you guys something extremely personal. And I don't know any of you and you don't know me, but (laughs) I lost my dad two months ago to cancer. And that was an extreme like life crisis for me, right? Like we knew it was coming. However, I didn't expect to go through that. My dad was only 56 and I'm, I'm 28. So very, very young age of losing my dad. Right. So something that was extremely, extremely difficult for me to go through. It's a really crappy situation and I don't wish it on anyone. I would never want to go through it again. However, this is something that I had to go through in my life to become the version of myself that is going to empower women and make an impact in this world the way that I want to make an impact. Because now I've gone through something so devastating and I've been able to, well, able to is kind of maybe an exaggeration, pull myself out of it, right? So I've been able to get through it. I've been able to learn from it and really see what I have how I've grown over the last two months, even the last two years since he was fighting this battle. Right. So how much I've grown and looking at those lessons, those are things that if I haven't, if I hadn't gone through them, I'm not going to be the person that I need to be to create the things that I want to create and make the impact that I want to make in this world. So really looking at the bigger picture, no matter how tough your situation is right now, saying that there is a lesson. I know it's hard. Trust me. I did not want to see the lessons I was learning in this season of my life, but it's there, right? It's, it's there and it happens and it sucks and it's hard and it's heavy, but you have to dig deep and really say like, okay, what am I learning here? What is this teaching me? Because you are the only person who can react or respond to the situation that you're in. So how are you going to react? How are you going to respond to the situation? Are you going to let it break you and take you back further than you've ever been before? Or are you going to let it make you into the person that you need to be in order to, you know, get out of this crappy situation, this funk that you're in, right? How can you use this situation for good? And you might not see it right away. You might not see it in a year, two years, But looking back on something that you went through that was really hard in your life, I guarantee you, you will find something that came out of that, that you learned, whether it was a breakup, a loss, getting fired from a job, whatever it was, it might've really sucked in the moment. Maybe you've never reflected back on it, but I encourage you to reflect back on something that was really hard and find something that came out of it that was good and how that helped you, right? So really remind yourself that that situation didn't break you and you're not a broken person. You're a human being. You're meant to experience every part of this life, the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that. You're not broken. You're just learning. And reframing it that way, I think, is really, really helpful. Absolutely. I just want to, like, hug you. Like, thank you so much for sharing that with us. But also, like, that was fire because a lot of people don't realize that it's the moments, the collective moments every single day that made you the person that you are listening to this right now. And it's a choice to grow through what you go through. And some people are like, oh, like that's so cliche, but like truly you have to work harder on yourself than you do anything else in life. Absolutely. It's going to have the ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And just out of my own curiosity, 
were you like have you always been into personal growth personal development or was it like a season in life when you started to engage more in it was it like around the same timeline that you were like going through everything with your dad or like what did that look like for you yeah so no it wasn't always a thing i've been going through this journey for maybe the last two to three years so i graduated from pt school i started my job um and i loved it at first mm -hmm. um but I wasn't really making the kind of money that I wanted to be making. So I started network marketing. I started with a company called Arbon, and being in network marketing, I, I know everyone thinks differently pyramid schemes, this and that, whatever, whatever your opinion of network marketing is, this was really the start for me because you cannot have a successful network marketing business if you don't do the personal growth. Mm -hmm. And it is such a blessing to be in that community of people who are really going for big goals, who are going to push you to grow as a person. You cannot be successful in anything really. And I know that now, but especially in network marketing, you could not be successful if you weren't working on you and figuring out who the heck you are as a person. So I really got started from that reading a lot of books and I loved all of the things I was learning. I was like, holy crap, like every book I'm reading, like this is a blueprint of my life. Like what the heck, mm -hmm. this person knows me so well, right? So you're learning and you're, then you're listening to podcasts. And then I started my own podcast because I was like, I need to get this out. Like, this is where my fire is. I don't, not that I don't care about my patients. I, I just, I don't love my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's not where my fulfillment, my purpose is. And we're put on this earth for a reason, for a purpose, right? So I've really found that out once I started my personal growth journey about three years ago in network marketing, but that's where, that's where it started. And then it's just kind of developed over time. I love that. And you know, it's like, Lena, I think we're like twins in another life. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to your story and I'm like, holy cow, like that is exactly me. And I've noticed bringing podcast guests on nine out of 10 guests, I would say have been at network in network marketing at some point in this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go down a tangent of network marketing, but right. finding something in your life that inspires you or people that inspire you to do better and do something different than what you're doing right now. Yeah. And so whether that's a community of people like on social media, or that's a community of people in network marketing, or it's a community of people like in your physical community, whatever that looks like, put yourself in a container of people who are one step ahead of you and watch yourself get to be that person to, you know, then inspire. Cause if you would have asked me back when I had my network marketing business, if I would have had my own podcast, I've been like, no, <laughs> like yeah. I didn't even know what a podcast was. And so I think it's just such like a cool full circle moment, but I want to touch a little bit on how you talked about, you know, my job's not bringing me fulfillment. I'm just not excited about the work that I'm doing. So how can I, find something that's a positive outlet for me outside of work. And I'm sure that a lot of that was stemmed from maybe the stress of work, the lack of yeah. fulfillment from work, you know, maybe it was the patient load, whatever it was at work for you that just like wasn't bringing you that excitement. Mm -hmm. um, how did you find a purpose or a passion outside of work? Did it just fall into your lap? Did you go searching for it? Um, I wouldn't say it fell into my lap, no, but I also didn't search for it. It was just one of those things where, like I said, over time, it just kind of happened. You start your own personal development journey, right? And that's where it all began for me. And when you're on this roller coaster, because it truly is a roller coaster, it's like the highest you've ever experienced and the lowest you've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And being on that ride and really learning how to navigate all the highs and all the lows, allowing yourself to feel the highs and the lows, right? Because we always feel like 
another total separate issue is like this idea of toxic positivity where it's like you have to be happy all the time you have to be grateful for everything and you have to be this and you have to be that and don't get me wrong gratitude is like my number one thing that i talk about but it's one of those things where you're not happy all the time and you're not meant to be happy all the time you're a human mm -hmm. so it's really learning listening to yourself listening to your body to your mind to your soul what it's telling you if you're not feeling fulfilled here that's an issue you're this isn't meant for you and you can stay here i'm still staying in my job because i still have to pay my bills until i figure out the rest of my ish right that's right. fine yes but this isn't working for you so you're gonna have to start looking for something else or going somewhere else and that doesn't mean you want to you have to want to quit your job it doesn't mean you have to want to be a full-time entrepreneur but maybe you like your job it's just really stressful your patient load is really high your caseload whatever your kind of job you have it's really stressful and it's not really what you thought it would be when you went to school for a thousand years for it right, <laughs> right? right, right. Yeah. so maybe for you that means going home and painting. Maybe it means going to a dance class or yoga or things that make you happy, things that are just for you, things that you're doing for yourself that are not for anybody else. It doesn't have to bring in a second string stream of income. It doesn't have to get you out of your current situation. It just has to be something that you do for you. And really the only way that you can do that is by trying things out. Mm -hmm. Do you, maybe you want to try a dance class and you go for a month or two and you're like, yeah, maybe that's not exactly what I'm looking for. And then maybe you want to write a book. So you start writing and you're like, okay, maybe this isn't as fun as I thought it would be, but having something that's for you, right? Something that allows you to have time for yourself, something that allows you to have fun, something that allows you to really, really get deep with yourself to allow yourself to really enjoy life outside of the box that you've been put in by everybody else. Mm. And that comes from really discovering yourself, starting that personal growth journey and starting one sticky note at a time. And there really is no good way to go about it, right? I, I didn't go searching for it. It just kind of fell into my lap through my personal growth journey. I started with Arbonne. I did it for about a year and a half and it just wasn't my thing anymore. So I switched to a different company and I learned a lot more there. I made a lot of good friends there, but it just wasn't for me. And network marketing just isn't for me, at least not at this point in my life. There's more to it. But as you try things, you find out what works for you and what doesn't. And because I started that second network marketing company where we focus more on podcasts rather than reading, I was like, oh, wow podcasts are really cool. Maybe I should do that. And I started talking a lot on IGTV and a lot on my stories. And I was really showing myself more in video form. And I was like, why don't I just start a podcast? Because I love to talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's easier than Instagram stories and IGTVs and all this stuff. So I started a podcast and I'm freaking loving it. But it came from just like trial and error. It came from experience over time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't something I ever expected. If you would have told me two years ago, even a year and a half ago, because I, my podcast isn't even a whole year old yet, I would have been like, yeah, right. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't have time for that. Right. Yeah. But it just falls into your lap out of nowhere when you least expect it. And it just became this thing where I was like, holy crap, like this is it. This is 
this is the next step for me. And this is what I love. This is what actually brings me passion. I can come home extremely drained and exhausted from a day of work, but I sit here in my closet in my recording (laughs) studio and I'm like, I'm on fire and it's nine o'clock at night. And then I don't want to go to bed because I'm so excited about life. So find the thing that does that for you after a hard day of work. I love that. And I love hearing you talk about it and I can just see it in your demeanor. Like you, it truly does make you excited. And I hope the listener who is listening to this right right now uses this as an opportunity to get curious about what else is out there because truly curiosity is key and it's going to open so many doors and so many opportunities for anybody who is listening right now. And when I was listening to you talk about, you know, the highs and lows of life and the highs and lows of career, I really think that a lot of people will label that as stress. Yeah. You know, I'm so stressed about my job. I'm so stressed about everything that I have to do. I'm so stressed, Lena. You want me to add another thing to my plate? Heck no. Yeah. What is your take on just stress in general yeah. and how it manifests and mm. how to deal with it? Mm, okay. Now we're getting into the juice here. <laughs> all the juice. All right. So first of all, stress is more than one thing, right? It's emotional. It's mental. It can be spiritual stress. It can be psychosocial. It can be so many different things that we don't actually consider stress. But first, before I even dive into it, I want to tell you that if you're feeling this way about your job, I want you to really sit down and think, sit with your own thoughts and think about, is it really stress? Or is this your body's way, the way that it's manifesting and that like tightness in your chest, that pit in your stomach every time you go to work, the tiredness, the fatigue, maybe you're nauseous every time you think about going to work because that's how much quote stress it gives you. Is it stress or is that really your body's way of saying, get the F out of this Mm, situation? Yes. Is it stress or is it really you not wanting to do this because this isn't your purpose, right? This isn't the thing that you're supposed to be doing. So first and foremost, figure that out. Right. And then once we have decided that it's stress, we have to think that there's so many different types of stress. There's chronic stress, which is long over time. There's acute stress. Maybe some big life event just happened and you're not usually a stressed out or a quote anxious person. But right now you are because maybe your dad died. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you had COVID. Maybe, you know, you're going through a breakup and that's a stress or a new job. And also stress doesn't always have to be bad things, right? It can be good things. I'm also planning a wedding on top of everything else I have going on in my life. And it's a good event, buying a house, having a baby. Those are all great, you know, happy things, but they're also stressful. Stress isn't just a bad thing. And I think it gets all of the bad rap because it's, you know, all of the things that come with stress. However, Stress can also be good events that we don't necessarily think of adding onto our plate, even though they actually are. So, you know, if you're really dealing with stress right now, think about, and if you don't, first of all, if you don't know that you're stressed out, there's so many different symptoms, right? Of stress. Are you always tired? Are you always irritable that, you know, someone just says hi and you want to punch them in the face? Like, (laughs) because I've been there, (laughs) just the thought of someone really angers you and you're, they're not even the same room as you, right? Um, you're irritable. Maybe you have headaches. Maybe you can't sleep or you're having a lot of gut issues, constipation. Maybe you can't digest your food or all of these things. I mean, you can Google and there's like lists and lists and lists of what are symptoms of stress, especially chronic stress. And there's so much out there as far as you know, resources for taking care of stress, talking to a professional, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, A lot of different things that can cause stress. 
However, I want you to really realize that you are the only person who can control how you're responding to a situation, how stressful it is, right? You're the only person that has control of your own body's response to stress. And there's a difference between reacting to something and responding to something. So I want to make that really clear. If you react to something, that's usually like your first knee jerk reaction. Think of it like in medicine, if you're a nurse listening to this or someone in healthcare, (laughs) maybe you'll understand this better than more people, but if you react to something, typically that's a negative thing, right? Like you're having a a reaction to something, whether it's allergic or whatever, it's typically looked at a bad thing. But if we say that somebody's responding to a medication, that's typically a good thing. It means that it's working. Mm -hmm. So I want you to really not react, but instead respond, right? You're always, you're human. You're always going to have that initial reaction, that knee-jerk reaction. You can't really control that. It's just how you respond or how you react to something. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I need you to then reel that in, take a step away from the situation and figure out how you want to then respond. Is it really, is it really making you angry? Is it really making you frustrated? Why? Ask yourself questions. Why is the situation frustrating me? Walk away from the situation until you figure out how you want to react or how you want to respond. Right. And then go back, have the conversation, leave the job, whatever it is. Right really realize that there is a difference between reactions and responses. So when you're in that stressful situation, you can take a step back and look at it objectively, take some time for you, and then go back and respond and handle how it needs to be handled. But whenever you're so stressed out because you're buying a house, planning a wedding, have a new job, maybe you're having a baby, you have a thousand different things going on in your life really learn to prioritize what is actually important here because chronic stress can lead to so many health issues, heart disease. It can lead to cancer. There's so much research on all this stuff. It it's terrible for your body. We don't want to be in that state all of the time because it puts our bodies in that fight or flight, that survival mode in which increases our cortisol levels and cortisol is like a top tier hormone that controls almost everything in our body. And if it's extremely elevated, everything else is out of whack. You're not sleeping, you're not sleeping or not eating well, (laughs) you're not sleeping again. (laughs) Um, All of the things that I already listed just compact and compound onto each other and make the situation a million times worse. So we really have to prioritize what's actually important to us and we have to take care of ourselves. Because again, we are the only people who can control how we respond to the situation. So take a step back, take something off of your to-do list. Your laundry can wait another day, right? Put the dishes in the dishwasher instead of hand-washing all of them and wasting 10 minutes of your day when you really need that 10 minutes to meditate, to shower, to brush your teeth sometimes, right? Like, because we're so used to glamorizing busy, it's like stress is kind of like a badge of honor. Like, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm super stressed. I'll take care of it later. But that's not it because 10 years down the road, you don't want to be dealing with heart problems, hormonal issues, infertility, all of these things that are now coming up so much in our lives because we're chronically freaking stressed, right? So we have to take that step back and take care of ourselves first. I, wow. (laughs) I love that comparison of react versus respond. And I think that a lot of people like are, that are listening are going to be able to have that good visual too. And they're also going to feel a little bit called out, which I hope you do because they're going to be like, oh, I just don't have time to take care of myself. I'm just so busy. And like, I'm definitely guilty of being like, oh yeah, I'm just so busy. I'm so stressed. And like, I like 
I wear it as a badge of honor. Like it's a good thing, but like peace is great. (laughs) Rest is great. Rest is productive. And so I know a lot of my listeners who are listening, like just wear busy as a badge of honor and they feel like being on go mode, always saying yes to extra shifts, always saying yes to Mm -hmm. other people, plans, FOMO. We don't like it. They don't like it, you know? So it's just like, it can be hard for people to figure out how to create that space in their life to rest and reset. Yeah. So that stress doesn't you know, go into the chronic phase because I think no matter what you do, you're always going to have acute stress in your life, right? Absolutely. You have stressors that you can't control. You have things in life that are out of your control, but I always try and focus on the controllable, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess I, I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Do, Do you have any other final golden nuggets to share before we wrap up? Your best piece of life advice you've ever Oh, my goodness. Anything, really anything goes here. I think for me in this season of life, um, the biggest thing is just have fun. Hmm. I love that. Just have fun in what you're doing and allow yourself to really just be who you want to be. Um, Like I said, I'm in a season of life where I've had a lot of stressful events. I just lost my dad in a week after I had COVID and I was out for the count and it's, it's rough, right? So this is a season in my life where I really need to slow down and focus on me because I'm extremely stressed guys. I'm like losing my hair. I am not sleeping well. Like there's so many physical symptoms that I'm feeling now of this built up stress over time that what could it have been avoided? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but this is something I'm going through right now that I really need to slow down. So my biggest piece of advice to you is to have fun and listen to your body when it tells you what it needs. Say no to the things you don't want to do. Say yes to the things that make you happy. Just really listen to yourself and have fun with it. I love that. Thank you so much. And honestly, everything in life is more enjoyable when it's fun, when you don't have that like ugh dread of like, do I have to do this? So like, if that's the feeling that you're having when somebody asks you to go out on like a friend date or to, you know, pick up an extra shift, the power of no is beautiful. Yes, <laughs> it is. That time with something that makes your heart full and just makes you really freaking excited. Yeah, I love that. Yes. So Lena, where can we find you? Where can we connect with you after this podcast episode? Yeah, I hang out on Instagram mostly. My handle is at the Lena Latini and my podcast is called Anchor Within and I'm there on Mondays and Thursdays and that's pretty much it. (laughs) Perfect. I will put all of that stuff in the show notes that way I can easily find you. But thank you so much for coming to spend time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.